Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. Welcome back to Broadcast and Politics with Cisco Haga and Luther Mays, our co-hosts, who should be joining us very soon. Uh, thanks again to our producer, Doreen LaGuardia. And this show is sponsored by Students for a Better Future. Please go to the website, studentsforbetterfuture.com. Doreen is doing a fantastic job, you know, um, involved in so many, so many aspects uh, in regards to fighting uh, human trafficking, promoting freedom and liberty on college campus. She's doing a great job for Students for a Better Future. So please, when you get a chance, donate all that money. It's going right back out there to promote freedom and liberty that we have in this country and we want to maintain it in our country and we want to push ahead and fight the individuals the um, that want to convert our great nation into a socialist shithole. And I said it, and I don't take it back. Our guest tonight, Dr. Herb London, unfortunately was admitted to the hospital last night, and I got a call, email from the publicist, his publicist, and he will not be able to make it tonight. Uh, she promised me that he will come on the show at a later time, but unfortunately, and we hope and wish him a speedy recovery and the best wishes from Broadcasting Politics and Students for a Better Future, Dr. Herb London. Really, really top-notch individual. Well, it's been a, it's been a couple of weeks since uh, we've been on the air. Uh, I was away in in Europe, and uh, I learned a lot about the, the the feelings in regards to what President Trump is doing in the United States. Uh, I spoke to quite a few Europeans over there. And they're not very happy. They're not very happy, but we are very happy because enough with the EU and Brussels dictating to the United States how much we can charge them in regards to tariffs. And unfortunately for the Europeans, this is a lesson that they're really having a hard time understanding. There's no other president so far that I can recall has stood up to the European Union, has stood up to the Chinese government, and has basically awakened the giant that the United States of America is. So, uh, fellow Americans, we're 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 doing it. We're doing a good job because the, the Europeans are not happy, in, and they were happy in the pre with the previous administration, and they were pre, happy with the previous administration, which was the Bush administration. So, Trump, President Trump, is doing something right because they're not happy how these tariffs are impacting. As a matter of fact, one, one fellow uh, that I spoke to indicated that, you know, that they're hurting. I mean, the, the market, the stock market, he's involved with the, the market in Europe. And uh, he said a lot of the stocks are, 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 are taking a hit. A lot of the companies are taking a hit. And especially also, he, he briefly mentioned the situation with the Iranian Iranian deal, especially the Germans. The Germans have had, you know, a, a lot of investments in Iran, and they're going to be hurting and impacted by that. So, overall, President Trump is doing the right thing. And don't let the media, the corrupt Democratic controlled media, Tell you, tell you otherwise, because 
we are heading in the right direction. It's a slow process. You know, it's been, it's been, uh, it was eight years of Obama and another eight years of Bush. Really no difference between the two. And it's working. And I got firsthand proof that the current administration is going in the right direction by my visit to two, oh, two European countries, and one of them, the headquarters for the EU. So uh, I'm happy because it brought a smile to my face when they said that they're having problems because the time of the Europeans and the Chinese and everyone else in the world taking advantage of the United States of America, it's over for now. So it's, it's time to rejoice, my fellow Americans. All right. So, you know, one of the topics we were going to discuss with Dr. London tonight was left-wing bigotry. And I can, I, I can go on and talk to you about that. But it would have been nice if Dr. London was here um, because I think we share some of the same research and, and some of the same information in regards to left-wing bigotry. But it's become obvious to the, the conservatives in, in, in in the United States of America, the Republicans, that the left-wing socialist Democrats have a clear agenda. And the, the agenda in regards to conservatives and Republicans is to silence them in whatever capacity, in whatever way. And we, as conservatives, cannot allow that to happen. At all, I, we cannot give them an inch because they will take it. We have to really understand why, in the re, I mean, why they're focusing so much on on undermining President Trump. They have a serious issue, a messaging issue. Their message is not working. This division that they've always succeeded, and I have to give them credit, in the past, they've succeeded in dividing the country and basically creating a class war, maintaining class war, using the race car as a tool to condemn conservatives and Republicans when we we know really who is the true racist in the United States of America. And we're talking about the left-wing Democrats, socialist Democrats. So, nothing that President Trump does or this administration is good enough. But everything that left-wing Obama did was fantastic and brilliant. So you see where I'm going? They're complete, complete hypocrites. So, so this, these scenarios of the left, Hollywood, the press, academia, attacking Melania Trump, Barron Trump, the Trumps, it's not a surprise to it's not, it's not a surprise to me at all because that's a tactic that is being that was used by Saul Alinsky that is one of the mentors and heroes and that President Obama and Hillary Clinton idolized and and the left feels that they need to use those tactics 
to really create havoc, havoc within the American structure. decided, they decided to create this collusion, this imaginary collusion regarding the Russians, the election, and Trump. And we are going on two years, or a year and a half, Nothing has come out of it, nothing significant, nothing concrete that really shows that President Trump and his administration were involved in any type of collusion with the Russians in rigging or hacking the elections. As a matter of fact, I've said it a numerous times with colleagues and friends, the reason Robert Mueller was placed as the special prosecutor was to cover the tracks, the tra- the, 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 the protect and cover up what Obama and Hillary actually did with the Russians, which is the real, real collusion. And that's the reason nothing has happened. Yes, people would say Paul Manafort and the other guy. Uh, uh, I can't remember that now. Insignificant at all. Not significant by no stretch of imagination. These are individuals that were working for the Clinton Foundation and in in Hillary. All that indictments that came on against Manafort they were not related related to when they were working in the Trump campaign they were for other issues when they were working for the left so and where am I going with this well like I said, the left is always conniving. The left is always trying to create tension and havoc. Because that's, that's the only way they know how to operate. They don't know any, any, anything more. They don't have any other better ideas to really improve the lives of the average American. They're focused on power. They're focused on destroying our country. Cisco, that's a strong word. Destroying our country. Why would they want to do that? They live here. Because they don't feel that they don't feel that they have the power. They want to have, they want to they want to have control, full control, power, and they are having a hard time achieving that goal. And they will continue to have a hard time achieving that goal because the American people, a great number of them have woken up and they're saying, what's going on here? We've been voting Democrat for, for a long time. And what have they done for us? They have not done they're only focusing, and then you, you know the, the interesting part of about this: all these Democratic politicians in Washington, they go in there not so rich, and they come out very rich. Look at Luis Gutierrez, who's re, resigning or retiring. He's not, he's not crying poverty at all. So they they basically they milk system and then they go ahead and retire and that they do I mean and, and that's what this this whole thing that's the reason I was so interested in, in bringing on Dr. H. London 
for his analysis on left-wing bigotry because the attack began after Donald Trump was um, elected the next president of the United States of America. And that's when they started about the women's, women's uh, they started with the women's protests uh, the, the, in Washington, D.C. And then the anti-gun rally with David Hogg and, and, and his crazy socialist uh, colleagues. And now, I mean, they go from one issue to another. They're, 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 they're not satisfied with trying to fix one. They're trying to create. So now, after the immigration issue, which has really created a huge division for no specific reason, because we have a Democratic Party that's supporting and protecting MS-13. They, con- they considered MS-13 to be honorable, legal citizens of the United States. You have Schumer, Chucky Schumer, and Nancy Peabrain Posey denouncing the Republicans, the conservatives, and President Trump over MS-13. Are they totally, have they lost it? Totally, they have. Because as long as I've known about the Democratic Party, and I was at one time when I was younger, because my, my parents were Democrats. I, I never saw that type of action, that type of behavior, as I'm seeing right now. The Democratic Party doesn't exist anymore. We have a socialist slash communist party that has replaced the Democratic Party. Because when you start defending and protecting criminals like MS-13 and protecting these coyotes, human smugglers who are basically and cartels who are bringing drugs into our country, destroying our country with drugs, and you blame individuals that are trying to protect, then you have totally, totally lost it. And that's the reason, and that's one of the many reasons why the Democratic Party is losing and will lose in November. Okay, they will not win the significant number that they were anticipating. And I believe that that's going to really put a dent on their agenda. So, um, Luther, how are you? Uh, Just getting off work. How's everybody doing? Good, good. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I'm having a problem here. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, are you on? I I can't hear. I can't hear. I've got bad reception for some reason. Okay. Do you want to call back and... um, yeah, let me hold back and see if I can get better reception. Okay, so that's that's the, that's the real deal here. Uh, well, the Democratic Party have any chance to succeed in their with their agenda? And I say no, they will not. Um, because they have failed the um, the party. They have failed the um, they have failed the whole system. So 
I don't believe that at this point they will do anything. Uh, they will go down as the party that never achieved anything at all. So, what else? Um, so, getting back to the situation with the um, left-wing bigotry. The left-wing bigotry is telling me that the incidents that have happened recently, like Sarah Sanders Huckabee having dinner and getting kicked out out of the Red Hen restaurant in Lexington, Virginia, was totally uncalled for. I mean, and she was thrown out because of who she works for. See, these individuals, these left-wing socialist Democrats are not, don't believe in tolerance. They don't believe in other, they don't respect anyone else's opinion or respect their privacy. They believe that their duty is to protest whenever, wherever, and however, regardless of the other person's privacy. So, Sarah, Pam Bondi, the defense, uh, I think that the uh, state, she has a high position in, in the state of Florida. She was mobbed by people attacking her. Christy Nelson, the, the acting deputy of the Home of Homeland Security, was basically, you know, uh, she was pushed out out of, out of a restaurant in Virginia, also. And, and then found a animal found on her lawn. So all these things show what the what the left made of. What the left is made of is basically they're, they're, they they have lost it. And and that's where that whole situation they know that the race car is not working, know that the American people are on to them. They know that they really have a hard, they're going to, they're going to have a hard time in November. You know, the whole push with the anti-gun women's rights and immigration that was basically a strategy was to focus on, on getting the American people to really begin to hate and, and detest and despise the Republican Party and the, Demo- and the uh, conservatives. That's, that was the strategy. And that worked. But we'll get back to this. I, before I forget, I want I want to mention because we were away, uh, we were not around. Um, this whole Kim Young Il Donald Trump summit in Singapore, which in my opinion was a total success, uh, and it will be a, uh, you know, the the, the summit I, was a success, but the the real real issue. Um, the determining issue of the success of this is the fact that Kim Jong-il knows that Donald Trump is not going to mess around with. He, he, he understands that if he doesn't fulfill that commitment, what he signed, that the sanctions will continue. Because he, he knows what type of man Donald Trump is. He knows that he's not going to fool around with it. He's not going to make anything. Well, let me, let me retract. He's not going to allow Kim Jong-il to get away with murder. Okay. And if he doesn't keep his word, that's 
So the left hates Trump for that because for eight years, Obama, what was he doing? He was kissing everyone's ass. He was kissing everyone's ass. So today we have a better, better, better position standing in the world. That's going to bring hatred from other countries that have not or not using taking orders or having a strong president in, in Washington, White House. And like I said, it's not, hap- it's not just happening in Europe. I'm quite sure it's happening in Latin America. It's happening in Africa. They are not happy campers. Canada, you know, that little twerp of Trudeau, Justin Trudeau in Canada, would not say what he said to Donald Trump in his face, but said it behind him. And that shows what a kind of, what a twerp he is, what a pussy he is, you know. And I lived in Canada when Brian Harper was there. And uh, that was a real, real, really good prime minister that Canada had. But the one that they currently have, he's part of that shithole crowd of left-wing socialists that really, really is destroying Canada. Beautiful, beautiful country. But, um, and I, but I think the Canadians are starting to wake up. I have some contacts in, in Canada that, that are telling me that they're really, really um, upset with, um, I mean, they're upset with Donald Trump, but they're also upset with Justin Trudeau because of the direction that that he has taken Canada. I mean, Canada has become, what, an an asylum uh, 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 resort now? And... uh, Canadians are starting to begin saying, you know, this guy, we, we cannot allow him to continue. We have to have a new prime minister uh, that is going to, you know, make Canada, make Canada great again. Just like Donald Trump with his slogan, make America great. So, but anyway, I also wanted to cover... Uh, before we get back to the left-wing bigotry, this whole situation with the um, the Supreme Court by a five-to-four um, margin of five-to-four decision, excuse me, upheld the Muslim ban. Which let me stop there. It's not a Muslim ban, okay. Because all the countries in, 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 in the Muslim community in the, in the Muslim world are not banned. It's only specific countries that where there's no actual vetting that are being banned. Okay, so what's wrong with that? So I, I tell anyone from the left, if you are so concerned about these individuals from those countries. When you when you provide them money, adopt them, okay. Spend more money and bring them to your home, and you live and, and have them live with you. So that's basically where I'm. I was I was ecstatic when I heard that the upheld of the Muslim ban by a five a five to four decision, and guess who were the five. The norm, the usual, Elaine Kagan, Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and the grand, grand old lady, Miss um, Ginsburg, Ruth Ginsburg. So the, five, the four leftists on the Supreme Court, they dissented. Not a surprise, not at all. We were expecting But good thing that Anthony Kennedy, who is retiring at the end of the year, 
or I think mid to, I think July, I'm sorry, July, he's going to be retiring. And the other four conservatives, John Roberts, Clarence Thomas, and Mr. Alito, and the new guy, they basically voted to upheld the Super Kings, uh, Supreme Court uh, ban on, on the Muslims, on the, on the seven countries. So... So that's going to be that's that's uh, that that that's a great great win for the president and for the Republicans and for the American people. You know, we we are tired of the left pushing their agenda every chance they get. So getting back to the left wing bigotry. So we have now Maxine Waters dictating. I mean, telling her supporters to attack Trump supporters. And my question to President Trump and to the Department of Justice, why isn't this lady in prison or in jail? Okay? She has, it's been recorded, formally creating and pushing violence against certain sector of 62 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump. Luther, how you doing? Good, good, good. What's going on? Uh, I was a little behind tonight, but I'm on now. How you doing? Good, good, good. How's uh, how's uh, what's going on in Michigan? Um, people getting smarter. Okay. I was in the uh, in the city last night. Um, a lot of people are turning um, Republican and Independent. They they're well aware of the liberals and the problems, but they're well aware of the rhinos too. They're complaining about them too, though. So right. At least at least you're waking up. How about where you're at? Good, Texas. Good. I think Texas pretty much knows what's going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, basically, our, our guest for tonight, unfortunately, he, he admitted to the hospital. I got a call from the publicist. And oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, she apologized. And so his topic was left-wing bigotry. Uh, to, okay. I started, I started my, my monologue on it. So what what's your take on on this whole situation with the left wing bigotry? Um, it's a little out of control, but they you know they're being exposed, so they're going to do what they got to do. Right. And, you know. Right. How are they ever going to get reelected when they've been all exposed for what they've done? Definitely, they they they've been exposed. Um, I, I I think also the fact. Their agenda seems to be breaking down. That's the reason they're taking drastic me- measures. They're losing. They're losing. They're, they're losing the message. Uh, uh, we we had today the, the Supreme Court upheld the the Muslim ban. Uh, well, let me clarify that the ban on seven countries, not the not all the Muslim countries, because it's not a. No. You know, they make it sound like it's a. Muslim ban. It's not a Muslim ban. It's a specific ban on these seven countries. So, what, what, right. what, what's your take? What's your take on on, on that decision? Well, did they, they they allow this to him, Donald uh, Trump, to keep the seven the seven people the seven countries where people coming from here in their country, right? Exactly. They upheld it, or they? Well, that's great. They upheld it. They, they upheld did. it. Yeah, it was a five to four decision. And the, and the Republicans, okay. I mean the conservatives on the uh, on the Supreme Court, voted for it. I mean voted uh, to Big keep man. the ban. And of course, the four left wing, radical, socialist liberals. Democrats, liberals. Yeah, they they basically uh, sensed it. So, but that's to be expected. It was not 
it was not uh, a surprise. To me, it was not a surprise. Right. The only so, time it was a surprise is when gay marriage got passed and Roberts voted for it. That sounded like a yes. blackmail job to me. Yeah. That really and, and, surprised and, and, me. Yeah, that that was, and and I think Roberts, um, you know, I think he 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 basically um, he, he'll regret that decision. Also, when he voted for Obamacare too, that was another right. another decision that that uh, really um, if 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 the, if the Supreme Court judges were to be elected, he would have been not elected again. So. No, but that's uh, but the, the problem is, is back then the Supreme Court judges didn't live to old ages like they do today, and right. uh, that's the problem. You're dealing with uh, Supreme Court justices that are getting senile. Yes, you know? yes. Like well, Ging- Ginsburg. Oh, yes, Ginsburg and Ginsburg. But you know, I, I I just briefly mentioned that Anthony Kennedy, who's been the swing vote. In a lot of these cases, he's retiring, I think, at the end of July or August. Um, so uh, it's going to elect a conservative uh, to, to, the, to the bench. So what, what, what's your take on that? So what was that again? I didn't quite hear you. Anthony Kennedy is retiring at the end of July or the beginning of August. President Trump has an opportunity to basically elect a conservative to the bench. What's your right. take on that? Well, that's good, but are they going to hold out on him and wait till after the uh, this election? And it doesn't matter because Trump's going to win anyways. But, oh yeah, uh, yeah. They're going to be they're going to be hard then on not allowing a real conservative in there. Of you course. Uh, as a matter of fact, they're already. As a matter of fact, uh, Chucky Schumer said that you know we should delay uh, nom- uh, getting a nominee for um, for the Supreme Court to replace Anthony Kennedy. I think uh, President Trump should go ahead and, and do it and defy right. the Democrats. Just to show, just, yeah, just, yeah, just show what the liberals are going to do. They're going to fight. Correct. Well, don't, Correct. don't delay it. Let, let the people know before the election. So that has just hurt them even worse. So everything they do, they shoot themselves in the foot. People have got right. their eyes open today. You know, I see them oh, yeah. last night. I was in a city bar last night, and I was oh, amazed yeah? when, I, when I was, yeah, amazed, absolutely amazed, absolutely proud of these people. You know, they're being sick of being kicked around. They've been being used for this vote, and and they're not for it. Right. You know, and in California, they're not written to the Afro-American people, they're written to the, the immigrants, the borders that are buying these buildings, and they're putting the Afro-American people in the street. That's right. the liberals doing that. So uh, I don't know where they think you're going to gain and win elections when you uh, betray the people you, you've been acting like you've been helping for the last, what, 70 years, 80 years? Right. Since the Depression, they gave them handouts, and they kept them enslaved. Now they're enslaving the whole everybody in America. It ain't just a black and white situation. It's black, white, they didn't get any color on this earth, in this country. No matter who you are, we're all being enslaved. They're, they're in the process of it. How do you enslave? You you fade out the middle class. You agree? Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree. Um, I I mean it's sad, but but you 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 see you, you're seeing that in in in. In Detroit, in the state of Michigan, where a lot of these folks are really, really uh, yeah. deciding yeah. that they're not going to continue to vote for the military? Yeah, because of the military people that come out of the military. They come home and tell, and tell them what's really going on. Some don't listen, but, you know, they they need all the votes from them. They're not going to get it anymore, you know, because... Republicans get two out of ten. Democrats ain't got a chance to win. It's like Hillary thought that she had the election rigged. Well, there was too many people against her. So, right. Well, the thing is, the thing is, that's Yeah, that's the reason. That's the reason I'm, I'm saying. I'm telling people that that that's 
you know, they had they had this this idea that uh, that they were they're gonna they were planning to sweep and retake Congress and the Senate in November. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen because the American people, a great number of them now, have seen that this is not this is the party they used to be. It's a party that has turned into just a left wing socialist communist party. Right. That's exactly so, what they turned. So but um November November which was their big hope November which was their big hope of retaking is that's the reason they're behaving the way they're behaving right now. Because they're desperate. Right. They're desperate. I mean, you got you. You have you have Maxine Waters out there telling their their uh, her supporters you have to basically go out there and attack uh, uh, these individuals from the cabinet and, and Trump supporters. And you have all the comedians and and Hollywood uh, Hollywood garbage, trashy garbage from Hollywood, basically doing the same thing. Well. They shouldn't be able to get away with that. I mean, they're not above the law. They're they're pushing violence. Exactly. They're pushing violence. And I'm saying to myself, I just brought it up just before you came on. I said, how how the hell can Maxine Waters get away with inciting violence and not be in prison now? Okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, President Trump and the Department of Justice need to take a sharp, very, very direct uh, um, position uh, uh, stand and, and enough is enough. This is not going to be this not this is not going to be tolerated. You start inciting violence, you're going to prison. Okay. I want to exactly. see that. I want. I, I definitely want to see that. Well, he, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the vice president drove right through where I'm at right now, and you should have seen the security around him. They were telling people, "Get off the street! Get off the street!" They had more. They had yeah. him very, very well covered. You know, but um, I don't know. I, you know, it's going to take uh, it's take uh, a lot of planning by Trump to do something about this. You know, yeah, it's uh, getting it's getting people, ahead. I mean, the mm-hmm. these people just think they can do whatever they want. And they're they're not above the law. Um, they're citizens too. They should be arrested right. just like anybody else it does stuff like that, right? But um, hopefully um, Donald's doing the right. Thinking about what he's going to do. He's you know, but I have to admit one thing. He's he's thinking he's taking his time, which he probably should because it'd be a very dangerous situation for him. You know, people that get like this uh, get kind of mean and evil. You know. It's really a sad oh, yeah, day yeah. that this country's protected the world forever, and and uh, now they're turning on their own people and slaving them because the greed of the money. They're just it's just terrible what they're doing. You know, they don't yeah. the police don't protect conservatives any, anymore. They they're making them enforce, and and um, it's a sad day to see this. You know, but we got a long journey ahead of us, and we just got to keep doing what we do. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, we, 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 well, I was going to say, I was gonna say yeah, so I was going to, what I was going to say is that we, we cannot give up. We cannot, you know, we got to fight to fight. And, and if we look like we're nervous or scared, the left will eat us up and spit up, spit you know, spit us out. So we need to basically make sure that we are focused and we are organized because that's exactly. going to be the key to that's the key for to really really fight back. Uh, and, and, and I mean, have you in the in in in, in your life? Because in my lifetime, I have not never seen this before until now. Right. An official, an official that works for an administration in Washington D.C. K. 
cannot go to a restaurant without getting kicked out. I've never seen, I've never, I've never heard about that. I mean, until now. No, no. And, um, it just, it just, uh, I never could imagine it would get this bad. I never in my lifetime thought this would get this bad. This is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Well, why? Oh, yeah. You know? Um, but we're the home, you know, we're, you know, we got to tell the people, don't be scared. That's why we're called the home of the brave. We all got to stick right. together and not be intimidated by these people. We have to right. stick together and stick strong. Are really scared, you know? Right, you know, they're they're no, fear. No. Um, yeah, you're right. You know, there, 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 there is it's understandable. There is a lot of, very, very understandable, but we got to stick together here. But you know, I really, you know, I'm gonna try to tell them that. You know, I got some people that want to talk to me because they're actually scared. They're actually scared. You know, yeah. I hate to call them socialists, but that's the other thing about everybody coming in this country. Even if they're coming in from these other countries, they they don't have guns, so they they're used to being from socialist countries. Exactly. So when they come in here, when they come in here, they're going to yeah. vote for the liberal. Yeah. Luther, Luther, we have we have a caller. We have a caller, Luther. Yes. Uh, okay, I'm caller going to Caller six one two. You're on the line. Um, what is your question? Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say to your point about how the Democrats treat this whole immigration issue. I think it comes down to the real intentions behind their actions. They pretend like they do it for the sake of the poor, and we want to help people coming in from bad situations, but we all know it's all about the vote. That's what it's about. And they revealed it with how they dealt with the Cuban situation. When the Cubans Mm -hmm. were coming in primarily into Florida and voting overwhelmingly Republican, you had a strong push from the Democrats in the late 90s with the whole wet foot, dry foot policy, which was basically designed that they can catch any Cuban Clean Cuba, outside, just outside of you know American waters or landing on American ground, they can ship them back to Cuba. Now, where right. was all that "quote unquote" Democrat compassion? We all know it's because it's all politically motivated. And let's be clear: if the people from Mexico and Central America were voting Republican, the Democrats would have built a 200-foot-high wall with a moat, with helicopter patrols <laughs> and guards marching up and down the wall. That's what we would have had by now. But you know, and I'm just sick and tired of them. Nobody calling them on their BS, and I'm just like, grateful that. Trump's in place, and now he's heavily trying to enforce, you know, the end of illegal immigration, and it's forcing the Democrats to reveal their true colors, that they are a exactly. bunch of open-border anarchists. So I just, I'm, I'm loving what's going on, because the truth is finally coming out, and no one can hide. People have to reveal where they really stand on the issue. You are, you, you hit it right on the nail. I mean, you're absolutely correct. I mean, the, 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 the Democrats are the type of party, political party, that basically focus on, they're hypocrites. They only focus on what's going to benefit them. And you're right. If the, if the Central Americans and Mexicans were voting Republican, they would build that wall. But, and, and your point about the Cubans, because they were voting Republicans, you know, uh, at that point, they, 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 they had an issue. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I'm always trying to expose them, just like you are. And I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying and loving the way President is acting he is conducting and like I said in my initial beginning of my monologue I was in Europe for about two weeks and a lot of the Europeans that I spoke to are really upset at President Trump and I'm so happy that he is implementing the tariffs that they've been getting away for the past eight years that's uh, I don't know if you have uh, any comments in regards to um, the the trade the supposed trade war that the media is trying to create, uh, but they're never revealing. They're, they never reveal that it benefited everyone else, but not America. I kind of feel like Trump might want to pull back on the trade issue for now and at least wait until after 2020. And the reason I say that is. If the uh, if the tariffs get implemented the way he the way he's trying to do it, it's going to cause a massive crash in the stock market because the market's going to react very negatively to it, and that's going to then reflect poorly on Trump from an economic standpoint. And right now, that's one of the strongest things he has going for him, and that's what gives him you know the you know hoping hoping that the you know lead to the midterms ending positively and him getting reelected. I think he should wait till after that to really do it. Otherwise. 
he could give the Democrats an opening to potentially come back to power in the midterms and maybe even win in 2020. Yeah, well, I, I think economically, economically, uh, these countries are, are already resorting to doing what President Trump is. I mean, Trump, the Canadians, the Canadians with Trudeau, they're basically taking a, a, a more, more approachable position. And I think the Europeans are also facing that pressure, especially, especially the Germans and the French. So I, I think finally we have a president that actually is, has, you know, he's, he's bringing respect back to America that for the past eight years, it was gone. It was, you know, they took advantage at every point, at every angle, you know. So I, I, I'm happy to see that uh, I, do, I do agree with you that that may create an issue with the stock market. I don't think it will happen. It may, but it, the feeling I get is that this is going to continue. We, the Republicans and the conservatives, are going to retain Congress and plus gain some new seats. Uh, so I, I feel very good. I feel really good about the next, the, whole, the rest of the year. Um, I think we're, we're heading in the right direction. But I, one of the things that I wanted to before we get off uh, in about a couple of min- minutes is I wanted to touch on the situation with, again, the left-wing bigotry. Uh, in my lifetime, I had not experienced or seen where an official from an administration cannot go to a restaurant without getting kicked out or having har- being harassed because these left-wing George Soros volunteers, who are really not volunteers, but, I mean, they're volunteers, but they're getting paid, are creating havoc and chaos to these individuals. Have you ever seen that? I, I haven't. I think this is a great thing. I don't I don't think you should look I mean the behavior is negative, I agree, but as a, from an election standpoint, this is fantastic. This is exactly what if you're a Republican you'd want to see happen. Because and if you notice after um, it happened initially, the Democrats at first seemed happy because that's what they really feel like, but after they process it they started a distance from it. You saw Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi coming out and basically condemning Maxine Waters and talking about this is not how we should do things because they understand that this is, you know, reflecting negatively on Democrats as a whole. And it's starting, the Democrats are starting to be shown for what they are. They're starting to be shown for they're the group that always engages in political violence and goals and does all this ridiculous stuff and all these crazy protests. They're the group that's for open borders. They're the group that's for higher taxes. And because you've got someone in Trump who's maintaining a very conservative agenda and is so hard on it that they have to basically reveal how they really feel, it's, this is what we want to have happen, you know? Like on The View today, I don't know if you saw this, you can see on YouTube, they had the, the, uh, the baker who won that court case with the Supreme Court with the whole um, gay, you know, gay wedding issue. And they were on there just attacking this guy, just, just attacking him, attacking Christianity in a way that they would have never done if he had been a Muslim. And people are seeing this more and more. And, it, you know, and I just feel like for those of us on the right, while we can be upset at what we're seeing, we have to realize this is going to ultimately help us in the long run because people are going to vote the way that we want them to do ultimately when they see this type of behavior. Oh, no, no, that's true. Um, there is um, there's desperation within the Democratic Party, uh, and, and, and it's showing the, the desperation is with their actions, the Maxine Waters of the world uh, going out there and, 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 and trying to incite violence. So I, I have you on that, but I'm saying personally, I have never seen that during my lifetime until now. Where, you know, you, you know, if I was working, if I was part of the uh, cabinet, I, I wouldn't be able to go to a restaurant because I would have all these, 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 these uh, individuals harassing me and my family. So, it, no, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, definitely, this is a plus for the Republicans and the conservatives 
and, and the people on the right. Um, but uh, it, it's definitely it's a turning point in American politics. It's definitely uh, it's a new form of, of, of dealing with issues that you don't agree with and not respecting privacy, the privacy of individuals that should have the opportunity without being harassed. That to me is it's it's just just and one on one side I, I I'm enjoying it because it's going to hurt the Democrats, but on the other side I'm it, it definitely is showing it's revealing that the Democrats in the left it's a very they're very scary. They will do things when they get in in this type of situation where they they become desperate. They're a scary group, and uh, we must keep an eye on that. Uh, when when it comes to uh, how how they they un- become a party that really will do anything to to, to control that power, so uh, that's based on that. Uh, that's that we can cover. The last thing uh, before we get off the line, I want to talk about the um, finish up. We we stop in regards to the. Uh, Supreme Court, uh, the future of the Supreme Court. Uh, I think President Trump will probably have, uh, besides Anthony Kennedy, who's retiring, he probably have uh, Ginsburg and Breyer. Uh, those two could possibly, if he gets elected in 2020, he may have an opportunity to uh, really sh- reshape the future of the Supreme Court. And my guests uh, on on six one two and and two four eight, my co-host. What's your take on on the future of uh, the Supreme Court, with possibly two more individuals leaving the Supreme Court? Is that question for me, Ruben, or for the or the, or the caller? Uh, either one. The caller, you want to talk? Want to answer that, or you want me to? No, no, go go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, with Trump winning, it's they're definitely um, we uh, got real. I mean, this is going to change the Supreme Court for a long, long time. Um, there's no question that um, they're in trouble because Ginsburg is way too old. She's not going to last until 2020. Her health is failing. So, this, oh yeah, this, when Trump won, the Democrats and the liberals, the liberal Democrats, died. Okay. And, they're desperate, they're, and you know, but they start telling people to start shooting on rallies that they should be arrested for stuff like that. That's just absolutely craziest thing I've ever heard. Well, I got to cut you yeah. guys off. Um, thank you. God bless we everybody and everybody. Hang in there and don't be too uh, fear. All right, I appreciate. Home of the great. God Good. bless everybody. All right, let me um, do my closing. So, so we have, we have, we have. Pre- really focusing on on America about time that we have a president that is doing that because for the past eight years Obama just focused on everyone else but America and I think we feel I mean I think we are heading in the right direction and with President Trump we'll get there because the Democrats will never never support and love America like President Trump does. So uh, next week we'll we'll try and see if uh, Dr. London um, feeling better, and if not, we'll we'll have another guest, and uh, I will let everyone know. So God bless America, and have a great great week. And I look forward to being on broadcasting politics, and go up go. Go to studentsforbetterfuture.com. Have a good night. God bless. God bless.